Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. everyone this is Riss of Riss and Babs podcast a walk in the park um this is my first time or it's actually it's not my first time recording on my own but um we're gonna give it a whirl because recently I've had some things I've wanted to talk about and get off my chest but I just alluded to in podcasts recent episodes with Babs and I just never got around to recording anything, and it's been very difficult for Babs and I to get together. So, I thought I would give this a whirl and do a mini-sode. A (laughs) mini-sode? A mini-episode for the podcast so she can take this information and maybe put it into another podcast at the end of one or on its own or whatever. It's all good. Again, this is like uh, weird because I have no one to talk to. It's very sad. But what I like about it is I am recording straight into my computer and I'm using something called uting. Did you hear that? I heard that. That was awful, but that was kind of funny. Anyway, um, I'm using something called Audacity and I'm going to send the file to Babs afterwards and she's probably going to think, what the hell? And she's probably not going to be able to use it at first. So I'm probably going to have to figure out how to A, save it, B, send it to her, and then C, tell her how to upload it and make it a podcast episode, a mini-sode. So good for me if I can do all that. And if I can't, well, tough shit. Oh, and by the way, On my mini episodes, I swear a lot. I'm gonna, and it's gonna be okay. It's all gonna be okay, because you know what? You might not even listen to it, and I might be talking just to hear myself talk. But anyway, it's all good. So, let's talk about, let me talk about, let me talk about the thing, or things, that have been irritating me. But it's not that they necessarily irritate me, it's just that, I have to kind of talk about them so I can help you. That's what I'm going to try and do here. This is going to be a helpful podcast episode. And I'm going to do this several more times, more minisodes over I don't know how long until I get it through to all of you. And you understand because I'm trying to help you. I'm going to try and help you. So... Recently, if you've been listening to the podcast, you the podcast in general, our podcast, Riss and Babs podcast, if you haven't been listening, then you should start now. But 
If you have been listening, then you would know that I recently got a job in a doctor's office. And when I say recently, I've been there for seven months now, maybe almost close to eight. Um, And it's been enlightening because I know people who have worked in the medical field, um, doctors, medical professionals, MAs, nurses, RNs, whatever. I know them all. I know them all. But I've never actually worked in a medical office. I know people who have. But I never really understood the back end of things. Um, I will not say what type of doctor's office I work for. I will not say where I work. Uh, I will say this, it is just to protect everybody in the office, not just the people who work there, but the doctors themselves. And like I said, going back to my first point or thing I wanted to talk about was having work on, worked on the back end, I see a lot of things and I hear a lot of things and I felt like if I complained about those things, it wouldn't be it would be like a disservice. It wouldn't be doing it. It would just be a complaint. And I'm not, I'm okay with complaining, but I'm really more or less interested in helping people as best I can, even if it's in a small way. It's like a, it's like a contribution to society. This is what I feel like I'm doing. I'm making a contribution to society. I'm trying to help you. Because when you're on the back end of a medical office or any actually any service industry, you hear and you see a lot of things that if someone had just spoken about them, if somebody could have just said something, then maybe things would run a lot smoother and maybe the people who are receiving those services would get more out of their service or they would understand what's going on. I also have to say, and this is kind of like a caveat or like a disclaimer, if you work in this industry and you're always complaining, if you work in the medical industry and you are on the back end and you are always listening but always complaining, then maybe you need a new job because your job as a medical professional, whether you are the doctor or the nurse or the MA or the person on the phones, doing the scheduling, or the person who's checking in, or the person who's checking out, um, you are providing a service, and you should want to be there. I know sometimes we always can't pick our jobs, but it's like I always say, you know, you want to be able to enjoy what you do for a living, uh, as great or small as that contribution is to society, and I know that's a big thing to swallow, a big concept to swallow but it's and it's hard it's not easy being in the medical field especially it's not easy but I will say this I always try and do my best because I never know what's happening on the other side of the counter or on the other side of the phone especially in the medical community Um, people could be walking in struggling with cancer people could be coming in dealing with a divorce maybe they just lost a loved one or friend Uh, maybe they're struggling to pay their bills maybe they're coming in to get a diagnosis they don't even know maybe they're freaked out maybe they haven't gotten the phone call maybe they're coming in for a follow-up 
I don't know, but these are the things that I've learned that working in the medical community, as small as my job is, as ridiculous as it might sound to you, I try and make a small little impact on someone's life every single day, regardless of what it is. And to you guys, that's like, whatever. But once I start getting involved in these conversations with you, they're one-sided, of course, there's no one calling in, there's nobody talking to me on the other side of the microphone, Uh, Babs isn't in the room. you might get a better understanding of what's going on in the back end. And at the end of the day, again, there are a lot of professionals out there who don't like what they do, and I get that, and I'm sorry for them. But my job on this particular podcast and these smaller episodes that I will be doing going forward is to give you an idea of what we're doing on the back end and how hard it is for us as well. Even even knowing what you guys are up to, even knowing that you're having a hard day, even knowing that life is not potentially good for you. Maybe maybe you even have a caretaker and you happen to be stumbling across this podcast and listening and that caretaker is struggling too. I don't know what it is, but going forward, I'm going to pick a subject in this podcast. I'm sorry I ramble, but it is, I'm good at it. I'm going to pick a subject relative to the medical community as best I can, pick a subject that I know of dealing with on the back end, and maybe it'll help you, you as the client, as the patient walking in, and you might even say to yourself, you might even get something out of it, and you might help yourself. So why don't we get started? All right, you're gonna ask me, okay, so what do you do? So recently when I got this job, I didn't realize the small impact I would make on people every day. And I kind of take it to heart now. So it's kind of a serious subject for me, but I'm very, 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 very lucky. I work with an amazing group of people, amazing group of doctors, amazing group of uh, nurses, a great group of MAs, that's a medical assistant, um, PAs, um, and of course, all the people who work in the billing department and the people who work at checkout and check-in. I personally work in, oh, a PA is a physician's assistant for those of you who don't know what that is. And some of you, we can get into it in another episode, but just so you know, a physician's assistant is somebody who's gone through all the medical training as a doctor so they can pretty much do anything that a doctor can do. I th- it's, and I, you can call me out on this and I'll do some more research on it, but they're really, it, there's no, almost no difference. But people still wanna see doctors over PAs. I personally feel that PA, the only difference between PAs and doctors is personality. Sometimes you really love a PA more than you love your doctor and that's cool. And sometimes you really want your doctor because you just feel more comfortable and that's okay too. Just please don't be rude about it because physician's assistants are good people. They are medically trained. They go through all the motions. I love my PAs. They're awesome people. I I can't speak more highly of them. They really are good at what they do and they're excellent. So let's talk about what I do. I am a scheduler 
and I work at the front desk, and I also work at checkout. Uh, and there's different parts to all of that, um, all those pieces. So let's talk. I don't know what to talk about first because they're all interesting, and each of them deserves their own mini-sode. Okay, let's start with the beginning. Let's start with check-in, because I think check-in is, oh, oh, and this is what I'll, I'll, I'll also tell you about the medical office I work in. Um, we are a lo very large practice. We see a lot of patients every day. On any given day, we can see over 150 patients in one day. Now, that's not one provider. <laughs> that is when we have three providers in the office and we tend to have three providers in, in the office uh, us usually once a week. Um, but yes, we can see at least 150 patients on any given day. So let that be, let that give you some type of understanding of, as to how busy we are. Um, the least we see in one day is 50 patients. Um, the most we've seen that I, since I've been there is usually 156. I think that's really the capacity we have, uh, because of space, not just because of time, but space and to We'll talk about that in another episode. Um, but I think we'll talk about check-in, the check-in process. So as a check-in person, I am responsible for having you sign in, having you sign your paperwork uh, or review your paperwork, and I am responsible for Uh, sorry, my computer stopped for a second and I kind of freaked out, so I don't know what just happened. Anyway, I am. let's just review. As the person who checks in, I'm responsible for having you sign in with your name and your date of birth. Sometimes in some offices, it's name and time. That's cool, too. Uh, for us, it's name and date of birth because it's like a checkpoint for us. We use that to check, you, check your date of birth against uh, what's in the system. I don't know who would lie about their date of birth, but I mean, I guess it could happen. That's another story for another day. Um, it's going to be so easy to digress. And up until this point, you guys are probably bored out of your skull because you probably think, I know everything. This can't be that difficult. Trust me, it is. Um, getting your paperwork filled and signed in, signed out, I should say, or signed. Uh, I'm responsible for making sure you are checked in on the computer because that's how the nurses know who's coming in. And I'm really, 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 really responsible for your insurance and ID. Now, now, here's where I'm helping you. This is where I'm helping you. First off, do not walk into the medical office and assume that we know everything about you. Wah, wrong. We do not. We do not know everything about you. We do not know that you changed your name. We don't know that you changed your address. We don't know 
that you change your insurance. We don't know squat about you because nine out of 10 times you haven't been to the office in a year, maybe five, maybe longer. No one knows. When I say nine out of 10 times, there is that 1%, that one off chance that you were just in. And when you come into the office, we don't require all of that information because we just had it from you. You're probably coming in for a follow-up or maybe, uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that, a follow-up because I don't want to give away too much about what we do. So let's just pretend that 1% is you're coming in for a quick follow-up. So yeah, we might know you or we might remember the face but still, people between check-in and check-out rotate. So we don't remember you all the time. We probably don't. Yes, there are some of you that come in on a regular basis for certain issues that you might have to get done. But the reality is we don't know you. So what does that mean? Well, don't fight me when I ask you to sign in. It's your name and date of birth. Not hard, I'm pointing to it, line 11, name and right here, date of birth right next to it. So where do I sign? What line? What did you want? Name, date of birth. Say it all day long, say it all day long from 8.30 till five o'clock that night. Eh, about 4.30, I think we take our last patient. So please, name and date of birth. Listen up when you walk up to that counter because that's all they're asking you for. And then once they do, you do that, they're going to ask you for a couple other things. Be prepared to sign your friggin' paperwork. Don't fight me. I don't care. I didn't make the rules and don't act like I did because I don't. So I hope you're all noticing how angry I'm getting because you know what? I have every right to feel that way. It's not a big deal. When you walk into a doctor's office, you are going to have to sign in and do a little paperwork. Nine out of 10 times, unless you, even if, even if in my office, even if you're a new patient, somebody, the scheduler more than likely tried to get as much information from you right off the bat. If they didn't, that's fine. Some offices don't. They will ask you to fill out paperwork when you walk in. Even if you just did it last year, and when I say last year, in December, we're still going to ask you to review the paperwork that's already in the system because changes happen. And you're just going to have to sign off on it if everything's the same. And it's not a big deal. Because if you think it is, then you have bigger problems in your life. And I mean that whole heartedly get over it it's a piece of paper sign the damn piece of paper review the piece of paper and get over it you're probably also going to have to sign a couple other pieces of paper like maybe you should be financially responsible for what you do in that office if you come in for something and your insurance doesn't cover it well guess what you're responsible not your aunt joe not Susie Q over there, not your Aunt Methuselah. No, you are responsible, so you're going to have to sign that paperwork too. It's just standard practice. 
you know the drill, get over it, because I'm sure at a certain age, all of you see doctors on a regular basis. And when I say regular basis, maybe every couple of months. So you know what? Get over it. You're going to be okay. You're going to sign the damn paperwork, and you're going to get on with your life. But I think the biggest, most irritating thing that I have had to deal with in the last several months are all you kids that walk in without your ID or your insurance card on your damn phone. Now listen, listen, I kind of get the insurance on your phone. A lot of people like to keep their insurance card on their phone, but it makes it very difficult for us because we can't scan it into the system. So what does that mean? It means that now we have to ask you to email that information over to our office manager. And then that space of time, the office manager, she will go ahead and print it out and then we still have to scan it in because we don't have the technology just yet that we can just upload it. Does that technology exist? Sure. Do all offices do it? No. Do I know why? No, and I don't care because you know what? I don't have to. It's not my practice. Keep the damn insurance card on you because this is what happens. If we don't get that information, we're going to bill your ass once that bill comes in. Okay? And let me be very crystal clear. You sign the financial information. If you don't have the bill, the insurance information, we are going to bill you for the full amount. And that's the way it works. So don't be pissed off when you get a goddamn phone call from us for $700. And now you're like, wait a second, my insurance covers it. Well, you should have had the damn insurance card with you when you showed up to the office. Now, if it's on your phone and you have to email it to our practice, that's okay. But just remember, even though that stuff doesn't happen overnight, it's going to happen. And for those you kids out there, and I mean this, who are walking around and driving around without your damn ID, that scares me even more. And what kind of a parent walks in the door without their insurance or some type of form of ID? I don't know. You're still responsible for your kid and you should have your damn insurance card. I don't understand how you can walk out the door with certain things in hand people. It's 2023, not 1926. We have insurance cards. We have IDs. This is how, these are the main, I'm not asking for your social security number. As a matter of fact, I cross that out on the form because I know it's illegal. It's not illegal, but it's, you don't need to put out your social security on any form unless you're applying for a mortgage or credit. Not, you don't have to supply that information and I'm not asking you to, but I am gonna ask you for your insurance card and I am gonna ask for a form of ID. And by the way, it's not my office. It's all offices, not just mine, all of them, all of them. Let that sink in, people. When you come into a doctor's office, you need a form of ID and you need your insurance card. And if you don't have it, well, just makes our lives more difficult. And guess what? 
In turn, it makes yours way more difficult. By the way, when you call the doctor's office, you should know what type of insurance you have. But that's another episode. Okay? What I want you to do is say, if you have insurance, or if you're self-pay, because it's okay to pay cash or credit card when you walk into a doctor's office. It's fine. But don't walk in without knowing what you're doing. I'm telling you now, it makes everybody's life difficult, including yours. So, that has been the first installment of what not to do when coming to a doctor's office. (laughs) God, it's good stuff. I love you guys. Anyway, stay tuned for more episodes from Marissa of the Riss and Babs podcast show, A Walk in the Park, because there's so much more to tell you. But it's only because I'm trying to make your lives easier. And I, for that, for that, I should become a saint of a medical office, if that's a thing. I'm going to invent it. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. Love you guys.